Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for commanding the sun to rise again this morning. As we confess that every day is your gift of a creation, we want to commence this day with your words. So teach us and touch our hearts so that we will commit everything in our life to you and you alone. In your precious son's name we all pray. Amen. Yesterday, we saw Paul's reluctant boasting of his experience of being raptured into paradise or third heaven. There we learned that Paul wanted us to focus on God himself more than any experience of God. Today, we will see Paul's continuation of boasting God and especially in its climax in his weakness. So let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 6 to 10. 2 Corinthians uh, chapter, uh, chapter 12, verse 6 to 10. The second part of the yesterday's message I'm reading again. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be full, because i would be speaking the truth. But I refrain, so no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say, or because of these surpassingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insult, in hardship, in persecution, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul healed many people, as we know, in his gospel ministry, and his healing power was a legend. For instance, if you look at the Acts chapter 19, verse 11 and 12, tells us that God did an extraordinary miracle through Paul, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that touched him were taken to the sick, and their illnesses were cured, and evil spirits left them. Paul's healing power was so well known that if you look at Acts 19, even a Jewish healer's name, Seven Sons of Sceva, they tried to imitate Paul. It's actually a comic, uh, comic scene that uh, they used to heal. They, they, they tried to heal somebody in Paul's name, and the demon was offended by their fake healing, and so they jumped on him. Do you remember? The demon said that, I know Jesus, I know Paul, but who are you to command? And, you know, it was hilarious. Now, Paul healed many, but he couldn't help his own ailment. Notice this. God healed many people, incredibly, through Paul. But he didn't heal such a faithful servant of his like Paul. Today, we will find the pain and purpose and power of Paul's weaknesses. First, Paul called the seriousness of his problem with the two descriptions, thorn in flesh and the messenger of Satan. No one knows 
without any certainty to uh, what Paul referred to by these two phrases. Uh, scholars, they discuss all kinds of possibility about thorn. And definitely thorn here refers to painful. And here the flesh also uh, implies some kind of bodily ailment. Even though Paul used this, that expression more than, more than physical dimension. So, uh, Pauline scholars, they think it, it's, it, has to, it has to do with something like epilepsy, migraine, a speech impediment, and ophthalmia, so eye problem. Because Paul couldn't see well. We, we know that because he signed big. And the malaria. And others think it may be a mental, some kind of a depression, or manic even depression. Or some said it's even spiritual, or some particular you know, temptation. Again, Paul used the term flesh beyond the physical sense. And then Paul also called this uh, thorn in the flesh to be the messengers of Satan, meaning that this was a hindering his work of evangelism and the missional work. One thing we feel about Paul's problem or ailment here was not a congenital illness, not something that he born with, but something that happened to him with a chronic nature. Paul prayed three times for his removal. That indicates it's a chronic nature. Whatever assailed Paul has interfered, he is a preaching of the gospel. Thus, pain of a Paul's problem was a multiple combination of a physical, mental, and spiritual effects. It affected Paul both on his flesh and his faith. Now let's look at the uh, Paul, what Paul tells us about the purpose of his problem. Here, Paul says, prayer is not always answered the way that we like, but always in the way that God sees it best for us. God answered our, his prayer, that is the prayer that he did for three times with all of his heart and mind, I bet. God said no. But thankfully, God, tell him, God told him why. Verse 9, Paul said, I pray for three times, but God said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. God's power to Paul, uh, God's answer to Paul was not just a, to be content with what he had. God didn't tell Paul that, Paul, didn't you say in Philippians you learn to be content in riches and poor? Like that, you have to have a boss roughened with a soft High and low, that's a life. No, that was not a God's answer. God's answer to Paul was very clear that this weakness, is your weakness, is my portal to give my power to you. Twice Paul said here in verse 9, God's power, Christ's power, that comes through his weaknesses. Paul realizes here, that he needs a daily reminder of a death and re re resurrection in his own self, in his own body, in his most core, so that he can continue to preach the message of a death and resurrection of a Christ. 
Instead of slowing down Paul, this son of a thorn, a thorn in the flesh, or the messenger of Satan, actually, according to Paul, worked to save him from spiritual pride and thus served to advance the gospel. By the way, we can see how much God hates pride because a pride can totally take us into the wrong direction and it can make us arrogant and self-reliant more than anything. And it, it misdirects people's attention from God to us. That's why God hates pride. And Paul has many reasons to be considered or pride. Now, Paul is, became, after Paul received this God's answer that my power is made perfect in your weakness, Paul became a confident about his weakness. So look at the final word Paul says about his weaknesses or afflictions. Look at the verse 10. Paul said, this is why, for Christ's sake, I delight. I delight in weaknesses, in insult, in hardship, in persecution, in difficulty. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He delight in his sufferings and weaknesses. Delight. In suffering and weakness, here is a paradoxical power of God we are witnessing. God makes us strong through our weaknesses. God's power shines through our afflictions. Afflictions, That's God's power. I believe God's power in our affliction reveals nothing but His ever-closeness and tighter presence in each one of us. When a child goes through a difficult time and cries out to you, know, you, his father or his mother, our mind is nowhere but on the child. Paul knows that God is within him, closer and tighter than ever before when he prayed to God. So dear brothers and sisters, affliction alone can destroy us. But affliction with a prayer is a totally game changer. It can bring us closer to God and much more help us experience the power of God in our afflictions. So, what affliction do we pose like Paul? What suffering do we delight like Paul? Let us really, really turn our weakness around through the prayer. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your promise that your power is made perfect in our weaknesses. You never lead us to suffering without strength in us. You never allow any trial come to us beyond our ability to cry out to you. Help us cry out our problem, all the thorns in our flesh, Help us, help us cry out against the works of Satan so that we can see your power, your saving grace working in us, in our world. Help us follow you even in our problems, especially in this historic pandemic, more faithfully than ever, so that we can confess like Paul, we delight in our weaknesses, even in our insult and in hardship, in persecution and difficulty. Heavenly Father, receive our cries this morning and recharge us with your power 
in the name of Jesus, your wisdom and power to our world. In his name we all pray. Amen.